Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You're listening to the Dana and Parks podcast on KMBZ. Well, you can follow along at home if you'd like as to whether or not the... Chiefs will have a home game next weekend or not. Uh, I do love my oldest daughter who just texted me as they go. She knows my team's the Steelers. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's lived with me for 22 years. Still, there's still another half left. We go to halftime and I get a text from Sarah that just says, we've got a chance. <laughs> Game's not over yet. So you're saying there's a chance. Well, at least she's positive. On your behalf. 21-7 to 7 at halftime, Bills over the Steelers. Yeah. Bills get yeah. the kick when, when we come back. Uh, Things by the could way, change. They could readjust during the halftime. 21-7 mm-hmm. to 7 is remarkably good for the I, football that we have seen yes. on the field. Feels it feels like should it be should be 500 to nothing. 35-0, to zero, Correct. honestly. Uh, I have an update from Channel 9 and the Kansas City Fire Department about the uh, record cold setting game at Arrowhead over the weekend that Sam and I attended. You did not. Fourth, fourth coldest game in NFL history. And coldest game in Arrowhead history. Yes. All right. Kansas City Fire Department says about half of their 70 total calls for service were hypothermia related. Hmm. Okay. So let's say 35 drunk I fell down calls and 35 hypothermia. 15 people were transported to the hospital from Arrowhead, and none of these numbers include walk-ins to the KU Med emergency tent, by the way. This is just KCFD, who they transported, and they were uh, 15. Despite a recorded temperature of minus 4 degrees at kickoff, GEHA field at Arrowhead Stadium was still packed with fans, and even with extra caution taken by many in attendance, KCFD says it still had its hands full before, during, and after the game. Um, 69 calls for service. That figure included calls from both inside the stadium as well as the parking lot with 15 transported to hospitals. And among those hospitalized, seven were treated for hypothermia, three for frostbite. I'm talking to you. I'm not wearing a shirt guy, but he wore no, mittens. There, there was a there was a guy on TV. Yes. On Saturday night. No shirt who, with mittens. Correct. Uh, who was that? I know it's not Friday. In fact, it's the opposite of Friday. It's Monday. I do have a grievance because they have been promoting these warming centers. There were no warming centers. What do you mean? They said that there would be a warming center at the bottom of each of the spirals. I went to one of those warming centers at halftime to try to warm up. It was just an open space. Were you warm? Uh, 
yeah, with the, all of the people that minute. were sardined in there. Sam, they were supposed to be throughout Arrowhead, and there was even a map of the ones inside versus the ones outside. Maybe the one you went to just was busted down. Now, they did say that there was a heater because I was asking people, like, hey, where's the warming center? And they right. said there's a heater over there, but you've got 85 people right. <laughs> in the bottom of this concourse. Were you guys just freezing on, on Saturday my, night? My toes, despite all of my best efforts, I didn't have heated socks. My feet were very, very cold. But I get back to the people that weren't wearing gloves. We had a kid in front of us that was clapping, and he was not wearing gloves. And I wanted to mother him because he was about 25 years old. And I said, here, please take one of my heat packs because we had extras. And he goes, no, 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 I'm good. you did mother him. He's like, I'm good. And I'm like, son, you are going to end up in the ER, and then we're going to be talking about you on the radio, Mm -hmm. okay? Um, I'm sure the Kansas City firefighters were with the 35 people that they treated for hypothermia. If you showed up not wearing clothing, I'm sure they were like, what, what, what did you expect? And now right. your lack of preparation is my problem. I did see EMS walk by just about every time I went to the bathroom. Yeah. So they were very active. Very busy. Yeah. I told you there was a woman in the bathroom with her son. And they were just, it, they looked like the walking dead. They were sitting down. Kind oh, of it would, it would eyes be miserable. sitting on the dirty bathroom floor, eyes just kind of glazed over, and then they were trying to warm up in the women's bathroom. And well, she w- might have been on something. I thought else. you guys need—I don't know. There was plenty of warning to prepare for what that game was. Sam, you you texted me over the weekend and said you were actually warm. Yeah. Well, if you wear the right stuff. You will be yeah. warm. I wore three pair of pants. My body was very warm. Your feet were my freezing. My feet were freezing, my yeah. toes. And so at, at So how many how many pairs of socks did you have on? Two, but okay. plus brand new, really thick snow boots. And, then, you, and your feet were still freezing. Yep, at, at quarter, I took two heat packs, the yep. kind that you break and shake, yep. put them in the bottom of the shoes, put the shoes on, and that, still freezing. Oh, really? Scott, that, still freezing. That didn't even help. See, I've used those those Yeah in my hands with my gloves and they do a remarkable job almost to the point where my my hands are sweating yeah. do you know what else did a remarkable job and i had never even heard about this the cardboard on the floor oh yeah so we had a little piece of cardboard that carrie and i were sharing on my left and then the fan to our right we sat in a great section of people he had multiple layers of cardboard and i like my little toe found its way like ever so quietly and slowly over to his piece of cardboard. Did he maybe think you were playing footsies with him? I think he might have, and I didn't care. I was like, oh, please, can I borrow some of your cardboard? Like, I I had never heard about that. So that trick works, huh? Yes! We had four layers of cardboard. Turns out if you bring a flattened box, thank you, Dan Weinbaum, for the boxes. Yeah. uh, If you bring a flattened box, they count it as one piece of cardboard. Yeah. It works. Yeah. Better than nothing. I'm telling you. I'll be be darned. I could tell. I abs- but I also huh. thought, because you know I just watched this movie about the plane crash and the people eating each other because they ran out of food. <laughs> I don't know how anyone ever survives like in the Arctic like that without electronic equipment and without like but people have people do go outside with all that stuff i thought you were going to say you were eyeballing who you were going to eat next no no i no, mean no. it was a long game <laughs> no i'm just saying want a snack you know i looked at carrie at one point and i go i would last 12 seconds out in the wild oh dana Listen, I, I don't want you to be confused. Oh, no, I'm dead first. We all know that. Yeah. And and it doesn't have to be 12 degrees or 4 degrees below zero. Yeah. It could be 65 degrees outside. You put the four of us mm-hmm. out in the wilderness. You're first to go. 
Probably. Now, no, 65 no. degrees, I would give myself a couple days. I think Dan beats us all because he's got his EDC. <laughs> ECD. He knows how to EDC. build a fire yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I can't build a fire with Duralogs and, <laughs> a and a lighter. I have struggled mightily. And I'm like, man. You know, the thing with Saturday going south nights, quickly if I'm stranded. You know, a lot of people can, can handle going from the car to the store or car to home in zero degree mm-hmm. weather. But standing outside for four, five hours, yep. that's a whole different thing. Oh, I got there at 4.30 for the tailgate. Mm-hmm. Dude, there is, there is no way, that I, I, and I'm being serious, there is no way I would have survived out at Arrowhead on Saturday night. If you had I all do, of the heated gear that we did, you I would don't, have been fine. I don't, I don't do cold. Yeah, it, it I can do something. heat. I can do heat. I cannot do cold. Are you surprised a little bit it was only 70 calls for service? I thought the numbers were going to be enormous. So most of uh, everybody, the 70,000 plus that went, they were fine. Yeah. Was, well, was it packed? I mean, there was were the a couple packed? of pods in the upper deck that were pretty bare, but other than that, it was packed. I'll be darned. Yeah. Uh, now, I will say mm. that the lack of calls probably has something to do with the fact that people literally could not consume beer in the stadium. So they didn't have any drunk calls because nobody could get you that know, drunk know, that, because the beer point. froze before they that, could drink that's, it. That's a great point. You, you couldn't pour beer. Yeah, you could, you could shotgun whiskey, though. Yeah, that's true. We got hot chocolates, and they were cold in like 10 minutes at, in at, the insulated at, cups. At four degrees below zero, your beer would freeze almost as quickly as it's As soon poured. as we opened it. We bought one thinking, you know, well, we, we, it'll be all right. No. It's cold to begin with. It'll be fine. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> you bought a beer at the game? Yeah. How long did that last? Uh, we never got it consumed. You, the second he opened it at the place. It froze. It froze. The second it was open, it froze. I'll it, be darned. And then there's video going around of them taking water out of the, um, you know, like the, when you go to buy the water for $6 or whatever. Someone handed the water and they were filming it. They opened the water. And it was And frozen. in real time, it just goes, almost no like, way. yeah, almost like in a Marvel movie. In real time, it froze from top to bottom. We no asked, way. We asked the volunteers in the concession stands how they were staying warm. I'm not even kidding. They said, we're taking turns in the cooler. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> we're taking turns in the cooler. Yep. Wow. The cooler is warmer. Yes. Because it was temperature outside. regulated, so it was only 30 degrees done. in there instead of... Negative 30. Nine More one, power to all of y'all for surviving it. Balmy. 913-586-7798-586-7798 here on Dana and Parks. Emmys are tonight, apparently. Good. 75th annual. Did you see that uh, an Air Force Academy graduate has become the first military officer to be crowned Miss America? Oh, Miss she won. Madison Marsh of Colorado Springs, Miss Colorado, a 2023 Air Force Academy grad and reigning Miss Colorado, received the coveted crown Sunday night. What's her name? Uh, Madison Marsh. Madison I think Marsh. she also goes to like the Harvard School of Business or something I read. Absolute. Let me, let me give her a day in court. force. Of a woman. Some people are just too perfect, aren't they? I know. Good for her. Oh, yeah. She's good looking. Oh, my. Yeah, she's good. Simmer down, Scott. Yep, she's, she's beautiful. Look, actually, at, look, you know, look at her. She's beautiful. Her, your daughter's age, so, <laughs> so we're clear. <laughs> exactly your daughter's age. 
I'm allowed to acknowledge beauty. It does exist. Okay? Okay. Yeah, she is hot. Uh, okay. We have a new candidate for jerk air. A Michigan man has been arrested and is now facing federal charges for allegedly harassing flight crew members on board a Florida-bound Spirit airplane. What did he do, you ask? And, of course, it was Florida-bound. He is accused of asking the flight attendants to join the Mile High Club. (laughs) They said no. 47-year-old from Louisville, Kentucky, (laughs) uh, has been arrested. James Warren Finister uh, was on a flight from Louisville, pardon me, on the way to Orlando when it happened. He is from Detroit. Uh, Crew members reassigned him to a different seat where he is then accused of grabbing another flight attendant, pulling her into his seat, asking the same question. Did she say no? Uh, At one point during the mid-morning flight, attendants reportedly had to pick Finister up off the airplane cabin floor after he was relocated a third time due to his disruptive, intimidating behavior. I'm going to go on a limb here. Yeah. I'm going to say somebody had a couple... Pre-flight drinks. Yep. Faces 20 years in prison now if convicted. Whoa. They're not messing around. Go! They are not messing around. So, Sam, you have never been on the show while Dana has watched a live sporting event. That we're not supposed to talk about, but we are talking about. Because this game... I've heard the stories of... This uh, reminds me of 2015. ...determines whether or not the Chiefs play at home or we have to play our very first road game in the Patrick Mahomes in the Patrick era. Mahomes era at Buffalo at the Bills which we don't want to do I don't even know who these people are but they're wearing <laughs> yellow and I'm cheering for them in the Royals World Series run wasn't there an accidental play-by-play call out there that was, happened as well there was uh yeah. it was during a commercial break Dana was in the middle of a commercial and Alex Gordon hit one off the wall oh very exciting. Very exciting. It was very exciting. And a loss. And Scott kept going, do not, do not, don't say what and just she's happened. Like, she's like, okay, all right, all Ooh. right, Nebraska Furniture Mart. Got great deals going on this weekend for Veterans Day. It's, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, go, 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 go. That's what it sounded like. I think that was to get us to the game that got us to the World Series. That is correct. Oh, my God, it was so much fun. It was game seven so much fun. of the ALCS. And uh, you absolutely lost your lid. Uh, by the way, there were some records shattered yesterday. Uh-huh. Uh, Mahomes picked up 28 yards on a fourth and five play. That run set him up for a Chiefs record. Patrick Mahomes passed former running back Marcus Allen. I saw that. For the most career postseason rushing yards in franchise history. A quarterback who, is not supposed to have the most rushing yards since Marcus Allen. Who, That's insane. Who keeps these statistics? Though they keep stats on everything. You know oh that. Oh, my gosh. The last time this happened, it was the third Sunday of January. The sun was about 35 degrees to the east. Most career postseason rushing yards. Patrick Mahomes took first place. Uh, Mahomes now has a 12-3 and record in the postseason. Mm-hmm. Saturday's victory gave Mahomes more playoff wins than Troy Aikman, Aaron Rodgers, and Roger Staubach. Wow. Cody Tapp just said, honestly, I'm super excited to see Mahomes in his first ever road playoff game. Not so fast. It's not over yet, people. 
Why does no one have any faith in my Pittsburgh Steelers? Because the first half was like an exploding turd on a paper plate. Which, by the way, speaking of, I don't know what this type of cold does to indoor interior building plumbing. However, as the only woman in this building, let me tell you something. I went down for a quick biological break during our last commercial break. When you open the door to the women's restroom, Mm -hmm. it hits you. There is a raw sewage, sewage, Sam, like sewer gas smell in that bathroom. Do not light a match. (laughs) It knocked me back. It smells so bad. And my first thought was like, is this because it's so cold? Like, does that do something to the plumbing? Yeah. I don't know. I will be holding it uh, till the end of the day. It is. You need to go down there, actually. There's no other women here. Go down during the break and just pop your head in there. I will go down there if you walk me down there. There's nobody in the building. It's a federal holiday. I'm not walking. It is snowstorm against the NFL. You listen to me, lady. I'm not walking in a woman's restroom. All right. Well, I'm not going in again. It's bad. I'll go in, but you got to tell them I'm coming in. (laughs) Tell who? There's no one here. It's a holiday. (laughs) Is anybody in there? In there? In there? 7798-586. 7798. We are in the third quarter. The Buffalo Bills 21. The Pittsburgh Steelers 7. It does happen. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I can't do it. I can't do it. Ever since I was seven years old, I've been a gigantic Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Yeah, you love watching with me. Come on. It is so hard to watch a game with you. (laughs) Why? Quote. Give me some quotes. Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, you ready? Um, No! No! These are all direct quotes from the commercial break. You ready? Mm-hmm. By the way, Pittsburgh's on the 30-yard line. They're driving, but down 21-7. to seven. Dana. No! <laughs> no! 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 Why 
do we run the ball right into a wall of 12 300-pound men? This doesn't make any sense. I, I can't do that. It drives me crazy. It drives me Throw out of it. my mind. Throw you know why ball. we did so well over the weekend? Patrick threw it. Our people caught it. Well, the Steelers don't have. I'm aware. I'm okay. just saying. Uh, and we did try to get to the bottom of something, no pun intended, over the break. Hey, yo. There is a putrid raw sewer smell oh. emanating from the women's bathroom, and there are no women in this building. I'm it upstairs pretty much always, unless Nikki's here in the morning for the Punch and Nikki show. We're it. Just Nikki, just Dana. Well, Nikki Vivas and Nikki yeah. um, from Johnny's show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two Nikki's and Dana. Yeah. So I said to Scott during the break, something is wrong. I don't know if this is a cold weather thing. I don't know what's going on, but come down and tell me Ooh. what is going on. It's, it's potent. It's bad. And is that a Pipes frozen thing because the bathroom is in the interior of the building. Right in the middle of the building. Right in the middle of the building. So it's not a pipe freezing kind of thing. Mm. Um, And I'm no plumber. I'm just a dumb kid from Lansing Mm -hmm. who got lucky on the radio. Uh, My guess is that there aren't enough women going into that bathroom and flushing that toilet. Right. And so now I've got to be the mass flusher when I go in and just go all the way down the row and flush. Because that's not skunk smell. That, it's sewer. That, that stank smell. Yeah. Well, go ahead. check. If there's water in the toilet, then it's fine. But yeah, there, if it, the floor drain hasn't had any water in it in a while, that's probably empty. And it allowing it, it just it, it smells like the bathroom is stale. That that's probably the best way to describe it. It's, been it's, out like it's, Cajun it's, zoo. it's not poo. Um, no, it's sewer. Yeah. It, it, it's it's tough to handle. If I walked in my house and smelled that, we would be calling 911. Like, what is well, happening? <laughs> Send someone immediately. <laughs> Dina in Lawrence. Dina, good afternoon. Hello. Hey, how are you? We're well. Thank you for asking. Good, good. Yes, you probably got a dried out pea trap in that bathroom, oh. which happens this time of year because you got the heater on, so it's pulling moisture from anywhere it can. And so if you go dump water in that pea trap, You'll get rid of that smell. I run a. I work for a plumbing company in Lawrence. Okay. How, Water in how, the old pea trap. But, but, but hey, Dina. Uh huh. How do we determine which pea trap is the offending one? There's four toilets. Well, no, a pea trap. Is there a floor drain in the bathroom? Hell, I don't know. I don't I, know. How often do you think I? How often do you think I go in there? Well, look for the floor drain and okay. dump water in the floor drain. Okay. It's Dina? not coming from the toilet. It's coming from your floor drain. Dina, yeah. I believe you, and we will pass that on to someone who would know uh, of, of what you speak. It could be the sinks as well. Uh, the ladies are not washing their hands frequently enough. No, it's just we're just never in there. Yeah. There's no one here. I think what you need to do when we get to the 45 break. Is go pour water down the pee drain. Yes. Okay. Run the sinks and, yeah. It's been a while since I've read my contract. <laughs> Pretty sure the two words pee drain do not appear anywhere I, in that well, document. I'm, I'm sure they don't. <laughs> but do you want to keep going into a room that smells like... <laughs> I do not. <laughs> bunk? Uh, Jesus, Jesus Christ is said in many places, including in church and in Bible study. I love this story. But one mother in Tennessee says that her seven-year-old son was written up in school because he said, Jesus Christ, Shauna Coleman said she got a call from her son's first grade teacher telling her that the boy had said a bad word that day. Mm-hmm. Which one? So we were like, okay, so which one did he say? 
And the teacher came back and said, he said, Jesus Christ. Up the old JC. The disciplinary notice from Hope Sullivan Elementary School dated January 4th said, quote, he said, Jesus Christ, when he dropped his Legos, <laughs> he was cleaning up from recess. Clean up, clean up, everybody do your serve. By the way, that is adorable, and I don't I don't even have a video of it. Oh, I would have cracked up. Are you kidding me? That You know teachers hear that stuff all the time. The notice also checks off a box that said unacceptable language and another box that read <laughs> had conference with student. Oh, please. Uh, says Coleman, and who's Coleman? Is that mom? Yes. How old yeah. is this kid? Six? So he's, he's seven years old. Seven, all right. Uh, mom says, and I quote, never in my life. Have I heard at a public school that you cannot say Jesus Christ? And she said it wasn't that he said the word. It was how he said it right. because he had dropped his Legos. Yeah, so wait until you he hear what it. he says when he steps on a Lego. Yeah, clearly he meant Jesus Christ as a Look, I am always word. teacher first. I am always, like, I think they put up with way too much for way too little. Like, all of that stuff. But I literally would have said, call me when he drops an F-bomb. Like, this is, I'm, this is not worth either one of our time. I, I wouldn't disagree. I mean, any more than if he had dropped it and just said, God. Oh. Yeah. Call me when he's got some feeling put into it. And it's, <laughs> it's one of those words that clears the room. Then call me. Jesus Christ isn't doing it for you. No. Okay. Uh, did you see KU football coach Lance Leipold? He's staying. Leipold. Leipold. And I'm uh, so excited. Turned down a reported offer from Washington University. Yep. And says well, that's because their coach got poached by Alabama. Well, it, he can go anywhere he wants now. The fact of the matter is he is staying put, and he said on Twitter, I think it was yesterday, students are coming back. I can't wait. To, he, look, he's getting a new stadium. He's getting, to, the, the, yeah. the whole program is going to be built around him. Uh, he ended the tweet with rock chalk. Boom. Uh, football scoop. Announcing that Leipold has turned down an opportunity to coach at Washington, is expected to remain at KU despite the interest from Washington University. Sorry. Can't have him. Hmm. The Pro Football Hall of Fame just put out on social media the most iconic football photo of all time. Future Hall of Fame quarterback Lynn Dawson at Smoking Super Bowl one. 57 years ago today with the fresca below his seat and the cigarette in his right hand. That iconic photo was 57 years ago right? today. Is that right? Uh, and then we've got another iconic photo. If you missed it, I tell you it's the sports photograph of the year taken by a photojournalist with the Kansas City Star yep. of the moment of impact between the cold weather and the crush that Mahomes' helmet cracked mm -hmm. and someone put this on twitter and I, I i so love this that first of all credit the photographer i keep seeing people repost that without a credit to uh emily and second of all that photo was not taken by her or anyone else by accident um they wrote that is years oh, sure. of training mm -hmm. understanding where you have to be when you have to be there, right spot when you have to be there mm -hmm. the, the right equipment like all of that stuff um, and maybe we'll get her tomorrow. We reached out. I'm sure she's very, very busy today and or off. Uh, but your just photographer. Just an iconic oh, photograph. Who took that photo, Emily Curiel, with the Kansas City Star. It has been shared and shared 
and reshared. So let, let, me, let me say something very quickly, if I may. Every once in a while, we get into a conversation about local media. Oh, yeah. And the photogs never get any credit. Undoubtedly, the text line is filled with screw the red star, uh, liberal rag, blah, blah, blah. This is this is what local journalism is all about. It's that one picture that literally sums up an entire game. Yep. And an entire human being and, and, and in, in Patrick Mahomes. That's that he right. literally plays so hard, he kept playing through the cracked helmet. And, and that picture, no one would have ever seen. All you would have seen would, would be the, the, the video on TV of... Of them him, looking at the helmet and him, him taking him it off. walking around with a hole in his helmet. And you would have never seen that, that split-second image. A one one-millionth of a second where, when it cracked. Where, where, the, where the piece of the helmet is flying through the air off of his helmet. You would have not gotten that. If it wasn't for local journalism, I've also always said and firmly believe that there is something just intrinsically different and beautiful when it comes to the emotion of photography, when it comes the to sports yeah. photography. Yeah. And I love photography. I've, I've always said that Pulitzer room in the museum, I could have spent hours in there. They had every Pulitzer prize winning photo ever. Uh, most of them were just life shots. Some of them were sports, but most of them were just life. There is something different in capturing the emotion in sports photography. And mm -hmm. let me give you another example. When one of our Royals players crossed home plate, the agony in the reverse shot of the other fans in the stands yeah. during that iconic or, or, photo. Or, or the Mario the, the Chalmers yes, shot. Yes. Or the Chalmers shot. But really the Royals, and you have to tell us on the text line, remind me which game and, and where we were. We were there in their stadium because all of the seats were filled with people in orange. And that moment hmm. where they knew the game was over. And it, in fact, it was such an iconic photo. The star went back several months later and identified the people in the, oh, the, really? the gold seats, if you will, the first like three or four rows <laughs> where they're all just going. Ah! Yeah. So, so probably San Francisco. It was either Houston or San Francisco. The moment that it was over in that one iconic sports photograph. And I would say the same thing about that Lynn Dawson photograph. Mm-hmm. Did I tell you my cousin won a Pulitzer? No. Yes, my cousin, uh, who used to work, I believe, for the either the New York Times or New York Post. Um, her name is Pam Dunstan. Mm-hmm. And she is, uh, her partner is the gal who used to do the makeup for Jennifer Aniston on Friends. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's a sports photographer or she, just a photographer? She was a photographer. Yeah. Uh, and she, she, she's retired now. She's much older than me. Um, but I, I can't remember if she worked for the New York Post or the New York Times, but she was working in New That's York. incredible. Where my, my, my family's from. And she won a Pulitzer back in the 80s. And uh, it still hangs in my, my aunt's house. It's framed and everything. It's, it's gorgeous. It's one in a million. Yeah. One in a million. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you want to play mixtape? Uh, we did promise it. Uh, oh. We will play mixtape when we get back. I got to think. We're going to bring us home with mixtape? Yeah. Uh, here are your categories. I wrote them down. Uh, and by the way, we need three judges. Okay. So if you want to be a judge, 913-586. Not if you are driving. It's too dangerous out. 7798. Uh, category, num category number one is best movie montage song for fixing up the community center, 1980s. <laughs> Your high school basketball team is about to play in the state championship. You're going to lose. Uh, what song do you play during warm-ups? 
And if we have time for a third, it is your first date in five years. What song do you play that captures your excitement? And no, it's not the monkey song by uh, Peter. What is it? Community Center 80s. That is so obscure. Do you not want to play? No, I do want to play. 913-586-7798. We need three judges. 586-7798. Current score is Buffalo 21, Pittsburgh 10. 39, baby. Come on. With three minutes to go in the third quarter. All right, I know it's a federal holiday. We're playing by ourselves. I know it's a federal holiday, and I know the Steelers are playing the Bills. They score here. We got ourselves a game, people. We, we need some judges, though, y'all. Sam will be the judge. Otherwise, Sam will be the judge. Well, I just put a call out for uh, our esteemed newsman. Is he out there? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we here go. Here he comes. Here he comes. Da- Daniel Weinbaum? That is him. He's coming in to be the judge? He esteemed just- newsman, EDC carrier. He just wants to come in here and watch the game. That's fine. Come on okay. in, Dan. All right. All right. Uh, category number one, best movie montage. Uh, Dan, you do not know whose songs I'm about to play? No. I do not. Okay. Best movie montage song for fixing up the community center circa 1980s. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Here is song number one. Solid. Solid. Here is song number two. That is not song number two. Now you know who's this one is. Oh! <laughs> oh! Rock and roll! That's good! Alright, alright, not bad, not bad. And here is song number three. Sisters and me. Hmm. Get up, everybody, and sing. So it's Footloose, whatever the hell Sam played. <laughs> And We Are Family by uh, Sister Sledge. That was We Built This City by Starship. Oh, yeah. All right, so we're, we're fixing up a community center in the yeah. mid-'80s. In, in, in the mid-'80s, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 I think Sister Sledge came out in the late 70s oh. with that song. You know what? I don't believe that's Dan. accurate. So I'm going to go with, since I'm the judge. That's right. I'm going to go with We Built This City. Oh! Wow, did not see that coming. Oh! Your choice stinks like a dry pea drain, Dan Weinbaum. <laughs> wow. We built this city. We're rehabbing the, co- the community okay. center. Right. It fits. It's a dumb category. <laughs> Moving along. Okay. It was a very odd category. <laughs> uh, all right. Category number two. Your high school basketball team is about to play in the state championship game. They're going to lose. They're a huge underdog. What song do you play during your warm-ups? Song number one, Dan, wine mom.
Always strong. Mm-hmm. Always strong. Can't go wrong. Pumping the kids up. Can't go wrong. All right, all right, all right, all right. We will rock you. Uh, here is song. Okay, yeah, we, we got, we got it, we got it, we got it. Here is song number two. Some tub thumping, mm. some chubba wumba. Mm. Those kids are gonna get knocked down. Just get up, brush get, yourself get back off, up again. and keep playing. Here, here is song number three, Dan. No idea who could have submitted that for consideration. Yeah, we're gonna have to go with number three there. Oh, you're the best around on. by Joe Esposito. Yes, that's a very inspirational song. Good lord! All right. Well, for category number three, there is only one winner, and it is the song that I chose. All right, we got to run. Bonus hour We will next. end with the song that I chose. <laughs> Bonus hour is next. All by myself. Also describes run. today's show. <laughs> Don't want to be what are you talking by about? myself. <laughs> there are four of us listening got today. Got out in 13 seconds. Four. <laughs> we got to go. Alone again, naturally. Have a great night, everybody. Be safe, be well, and be good. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dana and Parks podcast. Remember, you can catch us online anytime at KMBZ.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.